You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Work. Once again, welcome back to You Better You Bet, Sean Bell, Bill Matz, kicking the witch until 7 o'clock, presented as always by BetMGM. Let's get right back into Summer League. We're talking about Summer League odds. We're talking about how to even bet Summer League. Again, 80 to 1, Rick Camp is picking. He, he picked a bunch of 80 to 1s during that segment. How do you do this? Uh, it's Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's one of the things I normally stay away from altogether. So people who bet it, let me know, because I'm always scared based on I don't know who's going to play with. Yeah, one of our uh, one of our producers who's not with us today, Tyler Morales, is a uh, a regular uh, summer league better because he is like he's all in on prep basketball. He knows everyone's college bench. He knows every every potential NBA player basically uh, on every roster. So he's one of the people who is adept at taking those deep dives and figuring mm-hmm. out what's going on with each roster. I think beyond that, it's just really like looking for patterns and seeing like we all, uh, you and Rick, both said in that last segment, you believe Oklahoma City, a playoff team this coming, uh, this coming mm-hmm. year. And they've been accumulating this all of this talent over the last couple of years, accumulating all these assets. And uh, I see them and the Sixers matched up tonight. All right, both teams one and one. Both teams played last night. I have a lot more faith in this Oklahoma City system, just like the perception of what they've been able to accumulate and what yeah. they're going to put out on the floor versus yeah, Jaden Springer. Like, something like that. Uh, I, I think it's just knowing the organizational depth and going from there. is I, That's where you have to start. Let me Let me name you the last 10 or so summer league MVPs just so you say, just so we get a little guide on what is what. Okay. Last year, Keegan Murray won it. Number four pick. Yeah. He's in it again this year, but I'm sure he's going to play one game, right? One, maybe two games. So I'm going to take him out altogether. The year before that, Davion Mitchell won it. Lottery pick. Yeah. Cam Thompson and the, of the other summer league won it last year. 2019, Brandon Clark, a 21st pick. Josh Hart, the year before that in 2018, 30th pick. Lonzo won it, second pick. Uh, Tyus Jones won it before that in in 2016, 2014. Uh, uh, Excuse me, 24th pick. In 2015, Kyle Anderson won it, a 30th pick. In 2014, Glenn Rice, Jr., uh, the younger one, (laughs) second round pick. Uh, Valachunas, who now plays with the Pelicans, was with Toronto, was a fifth pick. Before that, it was Dame. Before that, Josh Shelby. Before that, John John Wall. Before that, Blake Griffin. So you got some star-studded ones, but you also have some non-star-studded ones. But it seemed that the general consensus is it's usually a late-round pick of the last six, seven, eight years. 
But it's that it's interesting because again, you got a lot of we said before, hey, top picks don't really win it. You got some top picks in there, some yeah. lottery picks in there, but I think now a lot of times guys don't play that many games. There's just, it was so just like, much, all right, you're just gonna play two games and that's it. So much is expected of rookies in their rookie year to carry their team, at least make them a little bit more respectable, validate why they were selected so high. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we're gonna get, we're gonna work you out. You're gonna get a little bit of action, but you know, we're, we're not wasting you. <laughs> we're not wasting any of your miles on summer league if we made this sort of investment in you. It seems to be more for developmental players, guys who might not have the biggest role mm-hmm. on the team coming up. Uh, and but there is like with a Keegan Murray, if he is to play, like guys who had, uh, guys who had the experience of playing a little bit more of a workload in the NBA. Like that's an advantage if they are to remain in lineups and continue to play through the games, but that's always the tough thing. You have to you have to do your homework to bet on summer league. That's you have to be plugged in to what's going on. Yeah, but there's just there's just too much. <laughs> I just feel like there's too again. All right, let's go through the odds. Victor Wambayama, plus 900. Brandon Miller, 10 to 1. Eamon Thompson Eleven to one. Chet, eleven to one. Scoot, eleven to one. Uh the other Thompson brother, thirteen to one. Cam Whitmore, seventeen to one. Uh Jarris Walker, twenty to one. Taylor Hendricks, twenty two to one. You, you get my drift. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm trying to find if there's another means. Uh Yamin Hakez, twenty five to one. That I love that kid. I don't I don't I never know if I'm saying his name one hundred percent correctly. <laughs> I gotta listen into that so when I call games I know better. But the kid from Miami is good. Yeah. I like him in general. That's like he may be a long shot to win. I'll take that back. I was almost going to say rookie of the year, but he's somebody that because he's not going to give enough. He's not going to going to be he's not going to be able to have put up the statistics of other people who are going to bad teams. If they if Dame is over there, he's gonna, he'll get minutes. He'll be in the rotation, but he won't have enough minutes to win rookie of the year. And but I love that kid. Rick Rick pointed out correctly when we asked him about rookie of the year, mm-hmm. it is a counting statistic award. Like mm-hmm. did you have the most points and assists? You win. Doesn't matter if your team goes 0 and 82. If you have if you have the best like just regular stats, yeah. you're going to be rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to I mean Again, if we want to talk Rudy, yeah, I, I even like uh, uh, Brandon Miller. I he's the Hornets suck. <laughs> yes, he's going to get a lot of time, and he's got Lamelo, yes. who is a dime. If if, if Melo's healthy, he's going to give you dimes. He's going to give Brandon Miller all the opportunities in the world to get buckets. He got someone who's going to force feed him the rock and do it beautifully. Brandon Miller again, my bet is on Chet, but Brandon Miller is another guy. I just. I know he said Victor. I don't like Victor. That's what I just don't. Would you consider like hedging yourself? Because it's mine. It's not like we're talking about Shohei Otani. It was. It's like minus seven hundred now. It mm-hmm. was fourteen hundred last week or whatever it was. Like minus one thirty five for Victor. Would you consider maybe hedging Chet Holmgren, who's at what five to one, I believe, right now? No, no, I don't like Victor at all. You just don't like him at all. As, if like, I was a hedge, it would be between Chet and Brandon. Okay. I don't like Victor. I you just, do not like him as a player going forward or just this rookie year? Just this rookie okay. year. Okay. Okay. I think he's going to be frail. I think, I, again, I think he's going to have a target on his back. 
not to say he's not with the competition, yeah. but in your rookie year when you're frail and you don't know how the NBA works and you've been playing overseas the entire time and now it's new rules, new different type of physicality. And don't get me wrong, Luca has come in and said, oh, it's easier to score here. But Luca was a pro pro when he was playing. Luca ain't Victor. And it's Luca's was light years ahead of Victor at this point going into the draft. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to probably, I don't know if you saw a uh, podcast P. Paul George had a podcast, and Carl, him and Carl Anthony Towns were talking about how they would guard Victor. Mm-hmm. And, and the plan is already to give him all the physicality in the world. And again, I just think as an overseas cat, as a cat who they say, oh, best prospect ever, even over LeBron. Yeah, like, like better prospect than LeBron. Yeah, and cats are like, yo. Who I watched in high school... <laughs> On ESPN, better prospect than that cat. Cats are like, what? Okay. They taking that personal. Yeah. Especially because a lot of these cats That's... revere LeBron yes. as their idol. Everyone now, everyone in the league now grew up watching LeBron. Dude's 38. Yeah. Like, they're all LeBron fans. And so every time they see this kid, Victor, it's going to be on and popping. And just like we talked earlier about how the new flopping rules may or may not be enforced. Mm-hmm. I can very much see. Everyone trying to push around this this hyped up uh, you know foreign kid and them going yeah we're not going to give you them foul calls we think you might be flopping a little bit like it'll be enforced on him it'll they won't call Embiid but they're going to call Wembenyama <laughs> yeah I just I think cats with that type of body type just need a year they need they need to get a little stronger they, they he's not KD like yeah. there's one thing KD was super skinny but KD had an offensive tool bag where it didn't matter I'm gonna go in and win rookie of the year because I'm because I have the 25 points a game tool bag. Yeah, I can just score over and score everybody. over yeah. you. Victor ain't got that type of tools in his in his in his arsenal. So, again, I know I know the hype. <laughs> I just don't know what does he do that Chet doesn't. Chet the other day in his had 13 points, 10 boards, three still three steals, three blocks. That was Chet's stat line. That's the stat line that you're gonna expect out of Victor. What does he have? that Chet don't already have, and Chet got a year on him and getting his body right and looking at the NBA. And coming coming over with this hype, like, does Wembenyama have to, like, overachieve? Like, we talk about guys who should win MVP every year. It's like, but they get judged against themselves. I, I almost see it, even though he's a rookie, like, the expectations are so high for Wembenyama. If he's good but doesn't meet does it meet rookie LeBron status? Is it like, well, he was he was supposed to be this and he's not that. How can we give him rookie of the year if he's not even what we thought he was going to be, you know? Like, but could then, that be held against him in the again, awards vote? But then again, if he even somewhat gets to that, then they're going to give it to him. I, hey, listen, I have this argument all the time. LeBron shouldn't have won rookie of the year, in my opinion. Okay. Carmelo Anthony had a better year. If we're being technical, I know LeBron is light years better than Carmelo now. Yeah. yeah. But rookie of the year, Carmelo made the playoffs for one. There was the lead lead scorer and lead person for his playoffs. Averaged more points and rebounds. But they gave it to LeBron just because LeBron made lived up to his hype. Yes. But Carmelo had a better rookie year. It was the only year he had a better year, but he had a better rookie year than LeBron. So it may be one of those things. Like, if Victor, if you come close to what we think you might be. Because we we're think gonna you're going to be the face of the league. You we had it on hype. Yeah, We yeah. want it on your resume. Yeah, yeah. We have the hype. We have all that stuff. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I question that. Let's let's switch gears okay. for a second. And let's let's get to a little MLB. Uh, it's coming up. All-Star game. It is. Home run derby. 
Who you got in the home run? Day? I That's, love. I, and again, I'm a Met fan, so I, I feel like I'm almost obligated. But like Peter Alonzo, I mean, he's the favorite. He, he ain't gonna win you a lot of money because he is the heavy favorite. Well, not heavy, but favorite enough. But I, outside of Pete, who are you looking at to, to give you a surprise? That's, he's he's uh, Alonzo plus two seventy five, and he he has two wins under his belt. He's taken it twice already, so... Has he? Has it been twice it or I, once? I can't remember. It probably remember, is but, twice, but... Uh, it's hard not to... I mean, Julio Rodriguez put on the show last year. Mookie having an awesome year, but... I just... Maybe it's just because I liked his dad so much. Looking at Vlad at 4-1. to one, yeah, you're, uh, And you're right. He won it twice. Yeah, 19 and 21, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Correct. So, and... 2020 there probably wasn't one so basically a back-to-back winner yeah um i I really if it's not pete who should be and is the heavy favorite vlad guerrero jr i'm just such a big fan love watching him hit uh if he gets on a roll so strong i I think he could definitely come away with it yeah you stole it that that was Ah. that i'm not i'm I'm on i'm on your boat and i'm with you and Vlad Guerrero Sr. is one of my top three play- favorite players of all time. Vlad Guerrero Sr. Like, I I like golf balls. It was like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No matter where you throw it. It can skip to the plate. I'm going to hit that thing out. And, oh, by the way, from the outfield, I'm going to throw a laser. That arm from right to third was like something I'd never seen. Laser. When he, he finally left the Expos and went to the Angels, it was like... Phillies pushing for wild cards and stuff, and it was well they lost a bunch to the Expos because they had one guy who happened to kill them every time they went up there. <laughs> Finally, yeah. he goes to the A's. I was like, yes, yes, he's gone. Or he goes to the Angels. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, he's gone. But he was so damn entertaining. I liked watching him in spite of him just crushing the team I loved so much. Yeah, and Vlad's basically tied for second. Um, yeah, was Roberts it's plus four hundred. So it's you know not not you know. A far stretch. None of the far stretch guys am I. I have any interest in. I'm be honest. Mookie bet, bets ten to one. I, Mookie ain't right. Like Mookie, I'm, come on now. I'm always surprised when a um, like a guy who's been around as long as Mookie is in it. Like I, I just feel like he's doing beyond the Derby. He's I don't know. It, he's doing yeah. it for fun. That's 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 how I love. <laughs> you doing this for fun. You ain't. You you really think? Uh, who are your top three favorite baseball players of all time? Of I'll all you, time, I give you mine real quick: King Griffey Jr., Barry Bonds, Vlad Guerrero Sr. Man, that's that's a great question. Um, I, I guess I don't even count pitchers. I think pitchers <laughs> is a different list. So I just gave you my top three. Like hit. that's it's like my pitchers list is problematic because you know. I, Who you got? I grew, up, Clemens? grew up loving Kurt Schilling and then, <sighs> yeah, you know, <laughs> became not that great afterwards, it turns out. But yeah. baseball player, I say to everybody, my uh, like Chase Utley isn't just my favorite baseball player ever. He's my favorite president of the United States of all time. He's my favorite British rock band. Like, I just, I have this. In there, Chase Utley. Oh, my. It's. It, my wife is afraid if the opportunity ever ever presented itself, I would Chase leave Utley. her for it's, Chase Utley. Yeah, yeah. I believe a lot of Philadelphia <laughs> fans are like The that. number like, of Chase dogs and children uh, belonging to people my age is it, unbelievable. It's it's disgusting. Uh, it, it really is. We, we <laughs> love him so it's damn much. Like so much. I'm like, dang, like, this is unhealthy, guys. It's, it's not. I, I'm not saying it's normal. 
It's just mm-hmm. it's just how I'm wired. It's hard not to pick all fills uh, for just because it's what I've always rooted it's funny, for. My favorite players have never been on my favorite <laughs> team. Like even to this day, my favorite players aren't on my favorite team. I just always pick but, somebody. And they used to call me the Big Hurt, so I love Frank. Thomas. Oh, that's that, that was my one. that was my little league baseball. Name. I loved David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez too. Just loved those Boston teams. Dudes, uh, Manny has just entertained the hell out of me forever. Of course. He's so freaking of funny. Course. Listen, we got more. We got more Would You Rathers. An interesting adi- addition that involves a slap. A slap. It involves a slap in the face. <laughs> you, you'll see where I'm going with this. You better, you bet, presented by BetMGM. Be right back. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM. MGM. <laughs> 